We're analyzing Lyondell Bacell Industries, ticker symbol LYB, to see if its market price is a fair value. We're using the Select 6 analysis to look at the most telling financial metrics before estimating an intrinsic value for Lyondell Bacell. Then we'll give a final rating to the business. There will be a key bonus metric along the way that just might be the tipping point when analyzing Lyondell Bacell for your portfolio. Before we get into these valuable metrics, let's understand Lyondell Bacell's stock performance. Currently, the business is trading for $90.06 per share. Over the past year, their stock price is down 14.5%. Over the last five years, the business's stock price is down 14% overall, which is declining at a rate of 3% annually. Over the last 10 years, Lyondell Bissell is compounding their stock price at 4.5% annually. And going back to when the business was publicly listed, over the past nearly 13 years, Lyondell Bissell is compounding their stock price at 13% annually. The company also pays out a very large dividend. Right now, they have a 5.4% dividend yield, which is significantly above the dividend yield that an S&P 500 ETF is paying. Their average dividend yield throughout this time frame would be in addition to these compounded annual returns. Lyondell Bissell is trading in between their 52-week high and their 52-week low. The business is $18 above their 52-week low, and they're $27 below their 52-week high. There's a small amount of short interest around the business with about 2% of their shares outstanding sold short, and Lyondell Bissell has a $28.5 billion market cap. For a description of the business, Lyondell Bissell is a petrochemical producer with operations in the United States, Europe, and Asia. The company is the world's largest producer of polypropylene and is also a major producer of polyethylene and propylene oxide. Its chemicals are used in various consumer and industrial end products. Over half of Lyondell Bissell's production came from its North American operation. Lyondell Bissell Industries was incorporated in 2009 and it has three different headquarters throughout the world in Houston, Texas, London, England, and the Netherlands. Starting things off with metric number one, we want their average return on capital over their last five years to be above 14%. And there are two key reasons for this. The first is that over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is likely to return approximately what its underlying business returns, and these business returns will be captured here by return on capital. The second is that an average publicly listed business earns about 7% return on capital. So by looking for a benchmark of 14% or higher, we can potentially build in some margin of safety for ourselves based off the overall quality of the business being about twice as good as average. Lyondell Bissell's returns on capital have fluctuated pretty significantly throughout this time frame. They earned a low of about 7.5% return on capital in 2020. In 2021, they earned their high at 26%. The company is pretty dependent on natural gas feedstocks, so their returns will fluctuate somewhat with the price of natural gas, although there are ways that they can mitigate some of these fluctuations. Averaged out over this time frame, Lyondell Bissell earns about an 18.5% return on capital, so that's a handful of points above that 14% benchmark we were looking for, and this is a strong check to start things off on metric number one. Next, for metric number two, we're taking a high-level overview of the growth of their business. So we're looking for revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth over the last five years. This metric is all or nothing in nature. Either all three of these will be up for this to be a check, or if even one of these is down, this entire metric will be an X. So over this time frame, Lyondell Bissell has grown their revenues by 29%, their net incomes are down by 17%, and their free cash flows have grown by 25%. So because their net incomes are down here, this is going to be an X on metric number two. Nonetheless, it's still good to see that the company had strong revenue and free cash flow growth. 
Metric number three, here we're taking the perspective of an individual shareholder in the business by looking at Lionel Bissell on a per share basis. We're looking for earnings per share growth over the past five years for the business. As we just learned, their earnings have declined by 17% over this time frame. However, we still want to look at what the company has done in terms of their shares outstanding. Likely a strong sign for existing shareholders in the business, Lionel Bissell has repurchased 16% of their shares over their past five years. This is important because when you purchase a share of stock, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage in that underlying business. And so when a business buys back its shares by decreasing the number that they have outstanding, they're increasing your ownership percentage in the business, which will ultimately increase the percentage of the business's profits that you're entitled to without you having to spend a dime. So it's almost as if the company is making a partial acquisition of itself. And just like with any other acquisition, we want the business to be getting more value than the price that they're paying. This will depend on a couple of factors, including the price that these buybacks were occurring at and what a potential intrinsic value for the business is, which we'll cover later on when we perform a discounted cash flow analysis for Lion Delba Cell. So stay tuned to that. Even with their share buybacks, however, their decline in their earnings are slightly outpacing this. And so this is an X here on metric number three. Metric number four here we're looking for free cash flow per share growth over the past five years. With their free cash flows growing by 25% and their 16% share buybacks, this has led to very strong free cash flow per share growth for Lion Delva Cell. This is a check here on metric number four. And so far through our first four metrics, we are split evenly. We have two checks and two X's on Lion Delva Cell. There's still one vital piece of our analysis missing. So you might think that nailing high returns on capital and having strong growth is the key to being a wonderful business, but we haven't touched on the one thing that I believe sets truly wonderful businesses apart, which is having these characteristics without using a lot of debt. We want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the amount of free cash flow that the business has produced over their last five years. We don't want to be investing in overly levered businesses because during economic downturns, it's overly levered businesses that are likely at the greatest risk of poor outcomes. So Lionel Bissell currently has $11.3 billion in net debt. And over the last five years, the company has produced $17 billion worth of free cash flow. This is more than enough free cash flow to be able to comfortably support this net debt position. This is a check here on metric number five. And based off their most recent fiscal years worth of free cash flow, the company could pay off all of their net debt in only about two and a half years. So they are very strongly cash flow generative, especially recently relative to the debt that they're employing. The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want their average free cash flow to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this may potentially offer a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury, and it may offer a reasonable starting point for evaluation of Lionel Bissell. The business currently has about a $40 billion enterprise value, which takes into account both their market cap and their net debt position, so it'll give us a perspective of the company that's more similar to as if Lionel Bissell were a private business. We learned in our previous metric that Lion Delbacell has produced $17 billion worth of free cash flow over their last five years, meaning that in an average year, the business produces about four and a quarter billion dollars worth of free cash flow in a given year. So when we divide their $4.25 billion of their average free cash flow by their $40 billion total enterprise value, that gives us more than a 10 and a half average free cash flow to enterprise value yield for the company. So that's double that 5% risk premium we were seeking. And so this is a strong check here on metric number six. 
Just because this is the case doesn't mean you run out and go buy the business. This isn't a buy or sell recommendation of the company, and we still want to perform a discounted cash flow analysis to come to a more concrete estimate for their intrinsic value. Also, on a current basis, in their most recent fiscal year, the business produced a similar amount of free cash flow, so they also have just over a 10.5% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. Before we get to our discounted cash flow analysis, we need to cover our bonus. Here we're looking at Lyondell Bissell's dividend profile. Lyondell Bissell currently pays pays out a significantly above average 5.4% dividend yield, which is a very high dividend yield, especially for a business of their size. However, people make mistakes all the time by blindly chasing dividends, so it's important to stop and look at the underlying fundamentals of a business to see whether their dividends are healthy and supported. For Lyondell Bissell, we want their dividends to be supported by their free cash flows, and that has been the case in all five of these years. Even when their free cash flows declined in 2020, they were still able to support their dividends. The company has both increased their dividends and they've increased their cash flows throughout this time frame as well. Especially since 2020, it looks like the business has very comfortably and easily been able to support these dividends, and they maintained a very modest dividend payout ratio. Plus, with the business using a reasonable amount of debt relative to the free cash flows they're producing, it would seem to be the case that while their dividends could be cyclical depending on their free cash flows, that Lyondell Bissell looks like it has a healthy dividend into the future. Everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Lyondell Bissell, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair intrinsic value for the business. A discounted cash flow model is based off the predictability of a company's free cash flows. It's just like any other model in any other discipline. Its outputs will be sensitive to its inputs. So here we're using historical growth assumptions for how the company has grown their free cash flows over their past 10 years to project these free cash flows out into the future. It's up to you to do your own homework here to determine whether or not these historical growth assumptions will be accurate and applicable going forward for the business. If we assume that they grow their free cash flows at a rate of just under 5% annually for the next 10 years, then in the 10 years out after that, that their free cash flows would grow at a rate of 3% annually. Then we're adding in the company's tangible book value, which gives us an estimate of the company's tangible net worth. If we were seeking a 15% rate of return, which is the rate of return Warren Buffett is looking for from his investments in addition to his margin of safety requirements, then it looks like at today's valuations of Lyondell Bissell that a potential fair value for the business is right around $128 per share. That's very strongly above what the business's current stock price is at $90 per share, so it does look like there could be some margin of safety in the business. There are some key factors that you need to be mindful of here. First and foremost, Lyondell Bissell has had a low degree of business predictability in its past, so this estimate of their fair value could be less accurate for the business than it would be for some other types of companies. Also, their 15% rate of return would be including their dividend yield, so we would not be doubly counting the company's 5.4% dividend yield. And please be mindful that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered legal and financial professionals. In just a minute, we'll give Lyondell Bissell our final rating, but we have to address something first. What are some of the qualitative aspects of this business? Starting with the key qualitative aspects supporting a potential long thesis for the business. Number one, Lyondell Bissell maintains exposure to a wide variety of industrial and consumer end markets, somewhat mitigating the risk of a potential industry-specific downturn. Number two, by licensing its chemical and polyolefin process technologies, Lyondell Bissell can secure asset-light revenue streams that often lead to long-term supply agreements. And number three, Lyondell Bissell benefits from its cost-advantaged North American operations that use low-cost natural gas-based feedstock. 
Then for the qualitative aspects supporting a potential short thesis of the business, number one, tightening regulations concerning potentially hazardous chemicals could require investment in development of alternative products that may raise the firm's operational costs over time. Number two, Lyondell Bissell's North American natural gas feedstock-based cost advantage will likely erode over time due to a potential permanent increase in North American natural gas prices. This could lead to margin compression over the long run. And number three, half of Lyondell Bissell's operations are outside of North America and are subject to higher and more volatile costs, which could weigh on profits. There you have it for a balanced perspective of the qualitative points around Lyondell Bissell. Now it's time for our writing of the business. In analyzing Lyondell Bissell Industries, ticker symbol LBY, we learn that the company earns above average returns on capital of 18.5%. The company has grown their revenues and their free cash flows over the past five years, and they bought back 16% of their shares outstanding. However, their earnings have declined over this time frame. The business on both a current and an average basis of its free cash flows looks like it's using a reasonable and appropriate amount of debt. And on both a current and an average basis of their free cash flow to their enterprise value yield, those yields are above the yield of the 10-year treasury and could potentially offer some risk premium here. Line Delbacell has supported and grown their dividends in all five of their previous fiscal years, and they maintained a modest dividend ratio post-2020. Performing a discounted cash flow analysis of the business, if you've done the work and you believe that those historical growth assumptions will be accurate and applicable going forward for the company, and you are seeking a 15% rate of return, then at today's valuations of Lyondell Bissell, a potential fair value for the company is around $128 per share which could provide some margin of safety relative to their current stock price. It's worth reiterating that this analysis is not financial advice and it's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Before considering any potential investment decision, consult with your financial advisor. With all of these factors in mind, it looks like Lyondell Bissell is a very strong candidate for further research. The company is likely worth your time to dig into and understand in more depth. And in the past five years alone, it's returned quite a bit of capital to its shareholders. I'm happy to make an analysis of the business. And if you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about Lyondell Bissell with me, and have a great day.